1: Jeremiah's ministry does not end with the fall of Jerusalem. Given carte blanche by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar, Jeremiah chooses to cast his lot with Gedaliah, the governor appointed to oversee Jerusalem. But after Gedaliah's brutal assassination by Ishmael, the Jewish remnant disregards God's specific command and flees into Egypt, taking Jeremiah along. This prompts Jeremiah to predict Egypt's destruction and the Jews' discipline at God's hands now let's listen to jeremiah chapters 40 through 45.
2: jeremiah 40 the word came to jeremiah from the lord after nebuzaradan commander of the imperial guard had released him at ramah he had found jeremiah bound in chains among all the captives from jerusalem and judah who were being carried into exile to babylon when the commander of the guard found jeremiah he said to him The Lord your God decreed this disaster for this place and now the Lord has brought it about. He has done just as he said he would. All this happened because you people sinned against the Lord and did not obey him. But today I am freeing you from the chains on your wrists. Come with me to Babylon if you like and I will look after you. But if you do not want to, then don't come. Look, the whole country lies before you. Go wherever you please. However, before Jeremiah turned to go, Nabuzaradan added, Go back to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has appointed over the towns of Judah, and live with him among the people. Or go anywhere else you please. Then the commander gave him provisions and a present, and let him go. So Jeremiah went to Gedaliah, son of... Ahikam at Mizpah, and stayed with him among the people who were left behind in the land. When all the army officers and their men who were still in the open country heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, as governor over the land, and had put him in charge of the men, women, and children who were the poorest in the land, and who had not been carried into exile to Babylon, they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah, Ishmael. Son of Nethaniah, Johanan, and Jonathan, the sons of Kareah, Sarahiah, son of Tanhumeth, the sons of Ephi, the Netophathite, and Jazaniah, the son of the Machathite, and their men. Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, took an oath to reassure them and their men. Do not be afraid to serve the Babylonians, he said. Settle down in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will go well with you. I myself will stay at Mizpah to represent you before the Babylonians who come to us. But you are to harvest the wine, summer fruit, and olive oil, and put them in your storage jars and live in the towns you have taken over. When all the Jews in Moab, Ammon, Edom, and all the other countries heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant in Judah, and had appointed Gedaliah son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, as governor over them, they all came back to the land of Judah to Gedaliah at Mizpah from all the countries where they had been scattered, and they harvested an abundance of wine and summer fruit. Johanan son of Kareah, and all the army officers still in the open country came to Gedaliah at Mizpah and said to him, Don't you know that Balas, king of the Ammonites, has sent Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, to take your life. But Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, did not believe them. Then Johanan, son of Kareah, said privately to Gedaliah in Mizpah, "Let me go and kill Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, and no one will know it. Why should he take your life and cause all the Jews who are gathered around you to be scattered, and the remnant of Judah to perish?" But Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, said to Johanan, son of Korea, Don't do such a thing. What you are saying about Ishmael is not true. Jeremiah 41 In the seventh month, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, the son of Elishamah, who was of royal blood and had been one of the king's officers, came with ten men to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, at Mizpah. While they were eating together there, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, and the ten men who were with him got up and struck down Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, with the sword, killing the one whom the king of Babylon had appointed as governor over the land. Ishmael also killed all the men of Judah who were with Gedaliah at Mizpah, as well as the Babylonian soldiers who were there. The day after Gedaliah's assassination, before anyone knew about it, eighty men who had shaved off their beards, torn their clothes, and cut themselves, came from Shechem, Shiloh, and Samaria, bringing grain offerings and incense with them to the house of the Lord. Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, went out from Mizpah to meet them, weeping as he went. When he met them, he said, Come to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam. When they went into the city, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, and the men who were with him, slaughtered them and threw them into a cistern. But ten of them said to Ishmael, Don't kill us. We have wheat and barley, olive oil and honey, hidden in a field. So he let them alone and did not kill them with the others. Now the cistern where he threw all the bodies of the men he had killed along with Gedaliah was the one King Asa had made as part of his defense against Basha king of Israel. Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, filled it with the dead. Ishmael made captives of all the rest of the people who were in Mizpah, the king's daughters, along with all the others who were left there, over whom Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard, had appointed, Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, took them captive, and set out to cross over to the Ammonites. When Johanan, son of Kareah, and all the army officers who were with him heard about all the crimes, Ishmael son of Nathaniah had committed, they took all their men and went to fight Ishmael, son of Nethaniah. They caught up with him near the great pool in Gibeon. When all the people Ishmael had with him saw Johanan, son of Kareah, and the army officers who were with him, they were glad. All the people Ishmael had taken captive at Mizpah turned and went over to Johanan, son of Kareah. But Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, and eight of his men escaped from Johanan and fled to the Ammonites. Then Johanan, son of Kareah, and all the army officers who were with him led away all the people of Mizpah who had survived, whom Johanan had recovered from Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, after Ishmael had assassinated Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the soldiers, women, children, and court officials he had recovered from Gibeon. And they went on, stopping at Geruth Kimham, near Bethlehem, on their way to Egypt to escape the Babylonians. They were afraid of them because Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, had killed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, whom the king of Babylon had appointed as governor over the land. Jeremiah 42. Then all the army officers, including Johanan, son of Kareah, and Jezaniah, son of Hoshaiah, And all the people, from the least to the greatest, approached Jeremiah the prophet and said to him, Please hear our petition and pray to the Lord your God for this entire remnant. For as you now see, though we were once many, now only a few are left. Pray that the Lord your God will tell us where we should go and what we should do. I have heard you, replied Jeremiah the prophet. I will certainly pray to the Lord your God as you have requested. I will tell you everything the Lord says and will keep nothing back from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act in accordance with everything the Lord your God sends you to tell us. Whether it is favorable or unfavorable, we will obey the Lord our God to whom we are sending you so that it will go well with us for we will obey the Lord our God. Ten days later, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. So he called together Johanan, son of Korea, and all the army officers who were with him, and all the people from the least to the greatest. He said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your petition, says. If you stay in this land, I will build you up and not tear you down. I will plant you and not uproot you, for I have relented concerning the disaster I have inflicted on you. Do not be afraid of the king of Babylon, whom you now fear. Do not be afraid of him, declares the Lord, for I am with you and will save you and deliver you from his hands. I will show you compassion so that he will have compassion on you and restore you to your land. However, if you say, we will not stay in this land and so disobey the Lord your God, and if you say, no, we will go and live in Egypt, where we will not see war or hear the trumpet or be hungry for bread, then hear the word of the Lord, you remnant of Judah. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. If you are determined to go to Egypt and you do go to settle there, then the sword you fear will overtake you there, and the famine you dread will follow you into Egypt, and there you will die indeed. All who are determined to go to Egypt to settle there will die by the sword, famine, and plague. Not one of them will survive or escape the disaster I will bring on them. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. As my anger and wrath have been poured out on those who lived in Jerusalem, so will my wrath be poured out on you when you go to Egypt. You will be a curse and an object of horror a curse and an object of reproach. You will never see this place again. Remnant of Judah, the Lord has told you, do not go to Egypt. Be sure of this. I warn you today that you made a fatal mistake when you sent me to the Lord your God and said, pray to the Lord our God for us. Tell us everything he says and we will do it. I have told you today but you still have not obeyed the Lord your God in all he sent me to tell you. So now be sure of this. You will die by the sword, famine, and plague in the place where you want to go to settle. Jeremiah 43 When Jeremiah had finished telling the people all the words of the Lord their God, everything the Lord had sent him to tell them, Azariah, son of Hoshaiah, and Johanan, son of Kareah. And all the arrogant men said to Jeremiah, You are lying. The Lord our God has not sent you to say you must not go to Egypt to settle there. But Baruch son of Neriah is inciting you against us to hand us over to the Babylonians, so they may kill us or carry us into exile to Babylon. So, Johanan son of Kareah, and all the army officers and all the people disobeyed the Lord's command to stay in the land of Judah. He instead. Johanna, son of Kareah, and all the army officers led away all the remnant of Judah who had come back to live in the land of Judah from all the nations where they had been scattered. They also led away all those whom Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard, had left with Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan the men, the women, the children, and the king's daughters. And they took Jeremiah the prophet and Baruch, son of Neriah, along with them. So they entered Egypt in disobedience to the Lord and went as far as to In Tapanas the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. While the Jews are watching, take some large stones with you and bury them in clay in the brick pavement at the entrance to Pharaoh's palace in Tapanas. Then say to them, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I will send for my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and I will set his throne over these stones I have buried here. He will spread his royal canopy above them. He will come and attack Egypt, bringing death to those destined for death, captivity to those destined for captivity, and the sword to those destined for the sword. He will set fire to the temples of the gods of Egypt. He will burn their temples and take their gods captive. As a shepherd picks his garment clean of lice, so he will pick Egypt clean and depart. There in the temple of the sun in Egypt, he will demolish the sacred pillars and will burn down the temples of the gods of Egypt. Jeremiah 44. This word came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews living in lower Egypt, in Migdal, to Panas and Memphis, and in upper Egypt. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says, You saw the great disaster I brought on Jerusalem and on all the towns of Judah. Today they lie deserted and in ruins because of the evil they have done. They aroused my anger by burning incense to and worshipping other gods that neither they nor you nor your ancestors ever knew. Again and again I sent my servants the prophets who said, Do not do this detestable thing that I hate. But they did not listen or pay attention. They did not turn from their wickedness or stop burning incense to other gods. Therefore my fierce anger was poured out. It raged against the towns of Judah, and the streets of Jerusalem, and made them the desolate ruins they are today. Now this is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Why bring such great disaster on yourselves by cutting off from Judah the men and women, the children and infants, and so leave yourselves without a remnant? Why arouse my anger with what your hands have made, burning incense to other gods in Egypt, where you have come to live? You will destroy yourselves and make yourselves a curse and an object of reproach among all the nations on earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness committed by your ancestors and by the kings and queens of Judah and the wickedness committed by you and your wives in the land of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem? To this day they have not humbled themselves or shown reverence nor have they followed my law and the decrees I set before you and your ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I am determined to bring disaster on you and to destroy all Judah. I will take away the remnant of Judah, who were determined to go to Egypt to settle there. They will all perish in Egypt. They will fall by the sword or die from famine. From the least to the greatest, they will die by sword or famine. They will become a curse and an object of horror, a curse and an object of reproach. I will punish those who live in Egypt with the sword, famine, and plague, as I punished Jerusalem. None of the remnant of Judah who have gone to live in Egypt will escape or survive to return to the land of Judah to which they long to return and live. None will return except a few fugitives." And all the men who knew that their wives were burning incense to other gods, along with all the women who were present, a large assembly, and all the people living in lower and upper Egypt, said to Jeremiah, We will not listen to the message you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord. We will certainly do everything we said we would. We will burn incense to the Queen of heaven, and will pour out drink offerings to her just as we and our ancestors, our kings, and our officials did in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. At that time, we had plenty of food and were well off and suffered no harm. But ever since we stopped burning incense to the queen of heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have had nothing and have been perishing by sword and famine. The women added, When we burned incense to the queen of heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, did not our husbands know that we were making cakes impressed with her image and pouring out drink offerings to her? Then Jeremiah said to all the people, both men and women, who were answering him, Did not the Lord remember and call to mind the incense burned in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem by you and your ancestors, your kings and your officials, and the people of the land? When the Lord could no longer endure your wicked actions and the detestable things you did, your land became a curse and a desolate waste without inhabitants, as it is today. Because you have burned incense and have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed Him or followed His law or His decrees or His stipulations, this disaster has come upon you as you now see. Then Jeremiah said to all the people, including the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah in Egypt. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You and your wives have done what you said you would do when you promised. We will certainly carry out the vows we made to burn incense and pour out drink offerings to the Queen of Heaven. Go ahead, then. Do what you promised. Keep your vows. But hear the word of the Lord, all you Jews living in Egypt. I swear by my great name, says the Lord, that no one from Judah living anywhere in Egypt will ever again invoke my name or swear as surely as the Sovereign Lord lives. For I am watching over them for harm, not for good. The Jews in Egypt will perish by sword and famine until they are all destroyed. Those who escape the sword and return to the land of Judah from Egypt will be very few. Then the whole remnant of Judah who came to live in Egypt will know whose word will stand, mine or theirs. This will be the sign to you that I will punish you in this place, declares the Lord, so that you will know that my threats of harm against you will surely stand. This is what the Lord says. I am going to deliver Pharaoh Hophra, king of Egypt, into the hands of his enemies who want to kill him. Just as I gave Zedekiah, king of Judah, into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, the enemy who wanted to kill him. Jeremiah 45 When Baruch, son of Neriah, wrote on a scroll the words Jeremiah the prophet dictated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, Jeremiah said this to Baruch, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to you, Baruch. You said, Woe to me. The Lord has added sorrow to my pain. I am worn out with groaning and find no rest. But the Lord has told me to say to you, this is what the Lord says, I will overthrow what I have built and uproot what I have planted throughout the earth. Should you then seek great things for yourself? Do not seek them. For I will bring disaster on all people, declares the Lord. But wherever you go, I will let you escape with your life.
1: Here's our Daily Walk devotional thought for today. It's a common practice for coin and stamp collectors to buy merchandise on approval. That is, the company will send samples of coins or stamps through the mail. The buyer will look them over, keep the ones he wants to buy, and return the rest. If you don't like what you get, you just send it back. Sometimes we as Christians view God's will that way. We ask, Lord, show me what you want me to do. And when he does, we decide whether we want to do all of it, part of it, or none of it. After the fall of Jerusalem, the survivors came to Jeremiah and asked him to pray for them. They wanted to know God's will on approval. They were looking for God to rubber stamp what they had already decided to do, flee to Egypt. And when the answer came back, no, they went anyway, with disastrous results. Examine a decision you're wrestling with in prayer. Are you seeking God's will on approval or are you willing to go wherever he guides?
0: Thank you for joining us today for the Daily Walk podcast from Walk Through the Bible. Be with us tomorrow as we continue our life-changing journey through the Bible in a year. Love this episode of the Daily Walk podcast? We'd love for you to rate and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode as we walk through God's Word together. For more resources to help you live God's Word, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot Walk through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.